Groove Cafe. All right, and it's a Groove Cafe where I get to talk to different people to find out what's happening in their lives. Today, I have Josephine Natalie Dijkman, who is actually Dutch, and joining us on the Groove Cafe. Hello. Hi, it's nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you. How are you doing? Doing great. Mm, enjoying the sun? <laughs> yes, a bit too much today. It's hot. I think it's officially January. January <laughs> is when the sun is like, ah! Exactly. And we're like, okay, what did we do to deserve this? Well, it's good to have have you on the show. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about your work. So I've been working in Uganda over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I would call myself a, a social entrepreneur. Okay. So um, I've set up various small businesses that work on social issues. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is more in rights, human rights, law. Um, and what I do in Uganda mostly is um, I set up an, a company called Sema that mm-hmm. evaluates public services. Oh, so okay. Tell us more. This sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we we allow citizens to rate their public office mm-hmm. the same way you would rate your Uber ride or your Boda Safe Boda ride. So mm-hmm. you can give one to five stars when you go to a police station or to a health facility or to the municipality office. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, the idea that why are we rating services in the private sector but not in the public sector, mm-hmm. whereas they really need to be held accountable as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's where the idea came from. And um, yeah, we try to make it as easy as possible for anyone to give feedback in Uganda. So we, we've developed uh, devices with mm-hmm. buttons mm-hmm. that show the ratings from one to five. And uh, citizens just need to press the button. So you find them at the, the different locations. Exactly. If you go to a police station right so where exactly uh, we are now at well the major police stations in Kampala so we're at CPS we're at Chiro Road Ginger Road Katwe uh, in Tinda um, yeah uh, where else Wendigir so quite a lot of police stations around here mm-hmm. um, but we're also working at health facilities uh, the okay. public ones mm-hmm. so from the KCA health facilities we're in Kitebi Kawala uh, Kumamuga. So, yeah, a few of those different areas. So, okay. Yeah. Well, it's nice to know we can give feedback because people always, always complaining about, you know, sometimes the services and, and just being dissatisfied with some things here and there. So, when you get to, for example, to a police station, to one of these health centers, how would you know that this option is available? Well, of course, we hope that people see the device and the device itself has a screen that mm-hmm. really shows rate your service here. Uh-huh. Okay. And they're usually at the entrance or the exit of a station. Mm-hmm. So you would normally pass by it and see it. But we also stick around posters everywhere mm-hmm. and try to show people like if you see a device, use it. Um, so, and we also try to really ask public officers to refer people to the device after mm. they've been helped. Okay. So, when a citizen had a service, then the officer who was helping him or her should be able to say, "Look, now you can rate my service here." Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> how has the feedback been so far? I mean, um, how long has this option been available? Um, we've started in um, March 2018. So, but that's was the real real beginning so we were just testing out we had old devices Uh, we were only at three stations because we were piloting basically Mm -hmm. and I think we started scaling up in 2019 and 20 more 
Um, and now we're a bit more established. We have much better devices. Uh, we have many more stations where we measure. Um, so yeah, we've evolved over time and we also added other features. So for instance, you can also use, use a USSE code to give your rating. Okay, all right. Um, and uh, we also hold interviews, so surveys. So we train students to stand at the exits of these offices for about two hours which is a shift for them and then they just interview anyone who comes out like just for a few minutes like how was the service what was good about it what was bad about it um, so we combine all those data streams to really look at what is happening at these stations okay yeah. I mean you said accountability is absolutely important mm. and now that you've gotten feedback have you been able to relay this information and create some change have you been able to see you know the follow through that we hoped to get actually to achieve I think this <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. of course, that's the whole reason why we did it, right? Mm -hmm. There's no point in just collecting all this feedback and mm -hmm. then not doing anything with it. So um, from the very beginning, the idea was that these offices should be getting the results of this feedback regularly. So every month we present to them like a one page report with the findings of that month. It's uh -huh. almost like a school report okay. mm -hmm. that shows, you know, the average rating of that month and then also how they're scoring compared to other offices mm -hmm. in their league mm -hmm. um, so that's always something that for instance police stations really care about they want to be better than CPS they want to be better than that station so this kind of sense of competition that comes up mm -hmm. when you present the results so there's a lot of power in how you present this data um, and yeah and, and so that's what we've been doing and we've been seeing that some of these stations really are very eager to improve because they want to be the best mm -hmm. and because they see this also as a tool for them to maybe get a promotion or be noticed by you know their superiors so mm -hmm. it is very interesting to see how some things are really changing sometimes they fire someone at the reception because there have been too many corruption issues that we noticed or sometimes they change uh, the waiting area for instance because nobody citizens were complaining to us that they are sitting in the sun okay. so they would set up a tent for instance so mm -hmm. these kind of small changes that have happened um, and I would say overall you can see that officers are scared that we're around because they feel they're being watched that so, is a good thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but I'm excited about yeah, that <laughs> so they think oh wow Sema's here so let's come on time you know mm -hmm. and let's help people more friendly and so on so I, I do think there's this watchdog effect of our system mm -hmm, which um, is very important yeah. how is uh, the project being funded we got funds from different development agencies I would say that's how we started our pilot so we were funded by various um, yeah development partners uh, mostly from the US and Europe um, but um, that was really the beginning only mm -hmm. and since last year we've been trying to diversify our funding because we feel this should be carried locally as well and um, it should get some ownership and it should not be a development project right so the idea is that the government starts paying for it because that data is very valuable to them mm -hmm. especially for those higher up so the people at the ministries who want to see how these public services are being provided who want mm -hmm. to evaluate them mm -hmm. they should be starting to pay for the system and as a result we've been getting funds now from the Ministry of ICT the Ministry of Justice uh, the KCCA so the Kampala City Authority is funding us um, Financial Intelligence Authority so we now got like about four public partners mm -hmm. that are also funding us and I think that's been a big breakthrough for us mm, yes that's an yeah. interesting metamorphosis as well um, so 
Um, in terms of you coming to Uganda, you said you came to Uganda five years ago. Was it just work that brought you here? How did you find yourself here? <laughs> yeah, it was work. I was working also for um, an international NGO working on justice innovation, mm -hmm. innovative projects in the legal uh, justice space. Um, and yeah, the, Uganda was a focused country for that organization. So they were like, maybe Natalie, you can work in Uganda because before that I was already, well, I would spend all my holidays on the African continent. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I really loved it even ever since I was studying I did my first research project in East Africa I would always just take my backpack and go to different places around the African continent so mm -hmm. I've, I am quite a lover of, uh, of this place okay and do you see yourself staying on in Uganda more because you're working here and back in the Netherlands yes yeah, so I'm kind of back and forth uh, because I also work at the university in Amsterdam mm -hmm. uh, at the law faculty on an innovation program and uh, setting up innovative education programs um, but that's kind of a split uh, job for me and I'm mm -hmm. very used to doing different things at the same time because okay. that's the life of an entrepreneur mm. you know you always have your side gigs and then you have that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's like the Ugandan life in mm -hmm. a way <laughs> so yes and I, I really got attached to Uganda I have a house here I have you know a cat a partner um, lots of friends I just love the place and mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel more Ugandan so yeah I don't see myself uh, moving out of Uganda anytime soon well I guess we have to hold on to you a little bit longer especially <laughs> said there's a partner in, involved I'm yes. like okay <laughs> this is good this is very very good yeah okay so in terms of like what um, the work you're doing and the feedback that you've received what would you say is holding us back um, holding Ugandans back mm, in terms of public service and you know the services mm. provided mm. what's holding us back in terms of what you've seen in yeah work? well I think it's generally this attitude of many if I may say so many civil servants just doing their job and not being driven by anything mm. really so you don't have this drive that you want to do better at your job because the incentives are not created for you in that structure so maybe the salaries are very low or maybe you're never getting you know noticed as a civil servant so mm -hmm. there's I think what I've discovered through SEMA is that there's a lot of power in recognizing someone's worth on that other side so saying to a police station like wow you are doing a great job at this mm -hmm. but you need to improve that as well and they they are proud to hear that they're doing something well as well mm -hmm. um, and that works to motivate people much more than just saying like you know you're corrupt you're not working well nobody wants to go here you know like that doesn't motivate people so yes. I think where does motivation come from I think it comes from encouraging people to do better at what they're doing well already mm -hmm. um, and what is holding many public services back here is just bureaucracy many systems and processes are extremely slow and complex and there is no urgency to do things faster mm -hmm. um, and I think that's very frustrating for many citizens who just want to get you know an ID fixed or a birth registration or just 
get help at a health center and in the end you choose for a private sector health center because you know at the public center you'll be waiting for two hours so mm -hmm. we need to change that um, and yeah I mean in the end it maybe comes back to funding mm -hmm. funding these institutions better um, but also to changing the structures maybe of leadership and management mm -hmm. within these institutions how mm -hmm. do you motivate your staff to do better and I think there's a lot to gain in that area mm -hmm. well that's a beauty of feedback at least you have some concrete evidence and you yeah. can say these are the areas that need improvement yeah. and you're absolutely right about people needing that motivation on a personal level so they're not just doing the, the bare minimum right the bare minimum so just as we wrap up maybe just a reminder you said it's a tablet that is on either the exit or entrance for most places health centers and police stations yes are there other areas then uh, other offices we were at a couple of municipalities as well mm -hmm. so in Wakiso and also in Mukono um, but currently we're not there because we pulled out because of COVID they were closing down and then we didn't right. return right. we hope to return to them also with the KCCA municipality offices the divisions um, and we're hoping to also enter into the private sector so we're looking at maybe partnering with banks or with um, chains of maybe restaurants or hotels that are interested in also evaluating their services yes, yes. Um, and it will make us more sustainable of course so um, yeah we're open to that the the, the way SEMA works is that we have a machine that has the five buttons it's not really a tablet Okay. it's more like yeah it's really a machine with five buttons okay, it's a machine mm -hmm. yeah and it has a screen but the screen is not a touch screen so mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. um, we make it as easy as possible they're, they're actually produced here so so we oh, work fabulous. with yeah we work with recycled plastics so we're trying to also make it a very sustainable product um, so yeah yeah it's it's exciting that's really cool <laughs> <laughs> that they're made here actually yeah, yeah okay so if someone wanted to find out more about SEMA that's S E M A yes yes um, where would they go. Well, it's www.sema.org. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, um, talktosema.org. That's it, because sema.org was already <laughs> taken. Okay. As the talk to sema org. Exactly. Okay. As in talking. So talktosema.org. Mm -hmm. um, and we are also based here in Nintendo. Our office is at um, the Innovation Village in Nintendo. Okay. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you so much, It was so nice Crystal. chatting with you. <laughs> yes. um, what's the name of your cat? Mandazi. <laughs> Why did I think it was a special name? Mandazi. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you for joining me on the Groove Cafe. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Groove Cafe. RX Radio. The Groove.